Lie awake in the middle of the night, had a broken dream. Got me blowing smoke by the smithereens. Mr. East, never worry for the green cash coming in. Bad company, sitting comfortably, crunching trees. That's local artist uh, Eastgate with his track Smithereens. Go cop that, it's everywhere right now. And it's fitting because it's exactly what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do to the Denver Broncos this weekend. I can't wait. We got the All-Stars in the house. Check out, show us your TDs, week nine. Let the fun begin. Hey, Melky, what's orange and green and smells like shit? Do tell. A Broncos fan and an Eagles fan in the same conversation. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. We're back with some guests on our big week where the Cowboys play the Broncos. And uh, speaking of the Broncos, let's welcome our resident Broncos fan, Kevin. How you doing? Good, guys. What's going on? Uh, and also our second guest, our resident Eagles fan, Bob Walker. How you doing over there? Um, secondary Broncos fan this week, too. I love Denver. Let's <laughs> fucking go. I like it. And uh, obviously our co-host, or my co-host, uh, Melky, how you doing over there? And then there were four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Sir. pretty well, boys. Uh, special week. I've had this circled on the calendar for many, 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 many months. So I can't what, freaking eight? wait. For eight weeks? Yeah. <laughs> Circle jerk. You know, basically. <laughs> 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 with that in mind what guys let's not waste any more time let's get into some fantasy talk all right all right so good to me can't hear it <laughs> my mic is busted okay that's okay gooby fantasy Oof. guys fantasy let's get into it Gooby, why don't you start? Because I think your loss was a little less painful than mine. So shoot. Uh, yeah, no, my loss. Uh, I think we actually talked about it, like last podcast. I prefer to lose in a close call. So yeah, mine was a close call. Uh, I lost one hundred two to ninety-seven point seven five. Um, Stafford put up a great game for me. AJ Brown put up a great game for me. Um, Stafford with thirty-three. AJ Brown with twenty-one. Uh, Derrick Henry was a no-show, but we'll probably get into that reason why later. Uh, top five running back in the NFL right now, Daryl Henderson, putting up 21 points. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> still still lost, but thank you very much. Uh, and then everybody else just kind of shit the bread, bed anyways. Right. Uh, Justin Jefferson got two points. Uh, by the way, my tight end pick was proper. Cook did not put up more points than Uzuma. Just saying. Did they both do terrible though? They did. They both did <laughs> terrible, but still, Uzuma put up one point more. <laughs> like, uh, and then Devonte Smith one point. McManus got six points, and Dallas defense got two. So yeah, I lost. I'm still in third. I'm four and four. Melky, how you doing over there? Uh. I'm doing shit too. I also lost. <laughs> uh, my score was close too, and I lost 101 to 94. Like I said, I'd rather get blown out. Uh, actually, guys, what do you think? We all talked about this earlier. Would you start with Bob and then we'll go with Kevin? Would you rather lose big or lose close? Man, losing is fucking losing. I hate it. 
So if I have to choose, because <laughs> all of it pisses me off, yep. then at least I want an early blowout, if anything. So then I can be like, all right, fuck this. I got a Sunday I can just deal with and, and do whatever. Maybe that's the only reasonable take I'll have. But if I lose by one point or a hundred, I'm cursing in the group chat. So it's fine. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, fair. Um, I would rather get blown out because every week you're going to get a, your, your team's going to throw up a dud. However, that being said, I will further my point of losing in a blow. I'd rather lose in a blowout. In my week, I lost by 0.8 of a point. I'm watching. He had Tyree kill Monday night, and he just beat me by 0.8 of a point. I'd rather have lost by 80 points, to be honest. That's way too close. That's bullshit. That's that's a close call, yeah. Okay, so proving my point, I think that was, what, 3-1? to Gooby, Gooby likes to lose close or would rather lose close i'd rather lose close yeah no well well, you put up a big week and lose i'd rather my team throw a dud and then just move on to the next week yeah for for me i'd rather lose close because like i'm like okay well i put up a fucking good fight whereas if i lost like by like 50 points all i'm gonna get is trash talked the whole entire fucking time we can get trash talked either way not really because like I actually trash talked Tim when he beat me because I he only beat me <laughs> by like five points, but like half my team was injured. That was on my starting lineup, and I fucking shit talked him the whole time, even though I lost. Okay, well, there's a reason you're the you're the oddball out of the four of us. Anyways, um, yeah, I lost one hundred one ninety four. Uh, I'm just going to call out names quickly because I'm tired of my team's shit in the bed. I have to yeah. rely on Devontae Booker, who I thought was actually going to pull it out against Travis Kelsey on Monday. Kelsey had negative yards up until the fourth quarter. <laughs> so shame on you, Antonio Gibson, Matt Prater, uh, Tyler Conklin. I had to pick him up. L.A. Rams defense, who should have dismantled Houston. Stefan Diggs, you're fucking killing me this year. And worst of the worst, Justin Herbert, you were supposed to ball out and you only could put up 22 points. That's two games in a row. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, the LA Chargers are going through some growing pains right now. Yeah. They're a team. It's, it's a shame, man. He was balling out early. And obviously, you all three of you know the mistake I made by not capitalizing on that. But yeah, I'm relying on him. And Ryan Tannehill looks like a better quarterback at the moment uh i will actually tell you that ryan Tanhill is going to be a better quarterback throughout the rest of the season then i'm gonna i'm gonna bet you that's not the case but maybe oh, live bet live bet <laughs> ten dollars shake on it yeah it's too bad about herbert man because he's facing the juggernaut next week so it's probably yeah. going to be three losses in a row and <laughs> that sucks for you <laughs> I'll wager you a crab juice that doesn't happen too. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll go into Melky. Do you want me to go into my next fantasy week, or do you want to kick yeah. it off with yours? No, no, no. Go for it. Who who do you got this coming week? All right, we'll we'll quickly name off some names. Uh, Aaron Rodgers out with COVID or something of that sort. Uh, Aaron so, Rodgers is a liar, but we'll cover that in a bit. <laughs> uh, I got. Matthew Stafford versus Tua, uh, AJ Brown versus Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson versus Keenan Allen, uh, Henderson versus Naheem Harris. Uh, unfortunately, because of somebody being injured, 
I have Mike Davis in my running back two slot, slot facing Nick Chubb. Uh, I got Andrews versus I don't even know how to pronounce this pick, Pittsburgh tight end's name, so I'm not even going to try. It looks German to me. Um, <laughs> Brandon Cooks is my flex versus um, Eli Mitchell. Uh, McManus is my kicker versus Bass, Buffalo's kicker. I actually like Buffalo's kicker. Uh, and then I got the Dallas defense versus Arizona's defense. Uh, guys, what do you think? I know it kind of quickly went off on that. Uh, what do you think of the uh, matchup? I'm predicted to win a 111 to 109. Yeah, I, I'm going to say, I mean, from what I can remember of you firing off your team, that, yeah, I think you're going to win it. I think you have the key QB matchup lined up. Like, I mean, Tennessee's what? The worst uh, defense against the pass. So I think Stafford, this is going to be a game where he's going to ball out. So. Yeah. And then I mean, you, and you have possibly the sixth best best running back in the league. So <laughs> I mean, you can't really the only, beat that. The, the only thing is, and uh, Kev, I don't know if you agree with me. Justin Jefferson's been putting up shit all this year. Yeah, because he plays on Minnesota. Yeah. So and, uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, uh, he, you know, like he, his taglines, "You like that?" He doesn't like the break. <laughs> he doesn't. I so just whenever you have, whenever you see stuff. Minnesota in a primetime game, it's probably worth this sit. But Justin Jefferson in this I is mean, what a soft year. Yep. Yeah. So he's going second through conversion. Yeah, second year. So he might be getting the the um, the opposing teams like top corner on him, and he's just going through some growing pains trying to evolve his game. I mean, I got Galladay on the bench. I got. Uh, Isn't Galladay hurt? I yeah, he's hurt, but. They keep on saying he might play. They're probably going to wait until the bye week. I got Devontae Smith. I don't trust the Eagles. And I got uh, Renfro from <laughs> Las Vegas. Oh, I like Renfro, but not to sit Jefferson. Like, I have Renfro in my starting league right no, now. No, I would sit Brandon Cooks, but Brandon Cooks has been getting targets. Yeah. Renfro, well, I'll talk about him later, but I think he's going to be the target leader going forward in Vegas. Melky, what do you got going on this week? Well, I'm facing... Uh... Tim's significant other, a.k.a. his second team. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, I, I project, oh. I'm projected uh, right now it's 116 to 120 for her. Sorry, her. And <laughs> uh, it's going to be a tight affair. I got Herbert versus Lamar Jackson. I'm going to give it to Lamar just a tad. I got Chig, uh, Jason Diggs versus Samuel and Higgins. I've got Eckler and Gaskin. Yeah, I'm starting Gaskin against a lonely Houston defense against Taylor and Harris. Uh, Waller versus Pitts. I got Claypool in the flex against Mike Williams. I got the, yeah, I got Nick Folk, but he's hurt right now, which kind of sucks as my kicker. He's been hot lately against probably the best <laughs> kicker in the league in Justin Tucker. LA Rams defense with, a certain new Bronco on the squad, which we'll talk about later, uh, versus New England's defense against the Panthers. So, gentlemen, do I actually get a win this week? Can I uh, can I say that if I were you, and this is just me, and you you can say otherwise, mm-hmm. I would change Claypool for Waddle. I'm not starting two Dolphin players. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would put I would put Waddle in. I'm not starting two Dolphin players. <laughs> Even against Houston? No. 
Houston sucks more against the run. Um, and Claypool's playing a very shitty Bears defense in Pittsburgh on Monday night. I think I like Claypool to get a, at least a touchdown that game. I also like Devontae Booker. I do, and I'm waiting for his uh, – oh, it just went up. So maybe he gets to start in the flex over uh, Claypool, but we'll see. Anyways, boys, what do you think? Okay. I don't think uh, you get the win. I, I like the Claypool. It seems like Pittsburgh is turning into that – coming back to what Pittsburgh is about, and uh, Chicago is not. They they had a chance to beat San Fran at home last week, and they kind of blew that. But uh, uh, I like Claypool in the flex, in your flex spot right now. I think you'll be tight, but um, I can see you coming away with the W. Oh, shit. I don't hate you after all. No, I never did. <laughs> Bob, what do you think? I'm just looking. So Pat's defense is playing Carolina. That's on the road, though. Yeah. The- I I don't know. I <laughs> this is tough. And what's the QB matchup again? You have Herbert versus Lamar. Lamar, Lamar against Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a, I th- that's a 50 point <laughs> game right there. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's it's going to be rough. I I could I could see the projected points working out, but I think you've got a chance definitely. Like, there's some favorable matchups, like, as much as I hate to admit it, like, if Herbert's going to get back on track, right, you are playing the Eagles, and, and our secondary has been doing okay, but if these guys are actual contenders, we're not, so this should be a bounce-back game, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be, this is going to be a close one, I think, for you, so we'll see how you like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I need the win. I think this is a make-or-break week for me. Uh, yeah. Guys, I realize we had an extra game added to the season. Yeah. So I need to go on a at least a th- three game winning streak because our whole league is like collapsing with injuries. So I have a chance, but it's a very slim chance. Yeah. Now, did you rate that extra game in your the fantasy schedule? It did it automatically. Yeah. So oh, okay. Yeah. So it I usually wait. I usually have it end two weeks before the season. Yeah, it end week so, six, fifteen. Yeah, but now that there's an extra game, now it ends one week extra, right? So. Right. And I just want to put in there that I heard that Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be top two next in next year's uh, fantasy drafts. So I don't know. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to probably put up some great points against the Jets. And I, I don't see you getting that win. You but don't yeah. want me to get that win because you're uh... – I'm fucking. I'm going down. I'm, the I'm going last, there, and there's buddy. a reason why I'm going downhill. <laughs> and that actually brings us into the NFL news, and my news is just grim, with the King, Derrick Henry, out for six to ten weeks, give or take. They're saying six to eight, but it's probably gonna be more like ten. Off. I'm t- as you can see with my starting Mike Davis, the Atlanta running back, I'm fucked. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Derek De- Derek Henry's out. Um, the only upside for some people is if you have AJ Brown or maybe Julio Jones if he comes back at any point, uh, you might be getting some good points out of that. Uh, guys, what do you think about the King going down? Bah, what do you think? Absolutely brutal for you, buddy. I mean, we are going to have a segment later just talking kind of MVP, but he was in discussion at least. He could have been been, a viable candidate and probably yours. So, I mean, this is a serious blow, and I'm just trying to look at Tennessee's schedule right now going forward without him. 
Rams, Saints, Texans, Pats, bye. And then they got Jags, Steelers, 49ers. So I don't know. Like you said, man, like if you got A.J. Brown, I think that Tannehill, I hope he doesn't go back to his old hot, cold self without that running back option of Derrick Henry, the king. But I think that they could still have some serious offensive threat. Yeah. Kev, what do you got? Yeah, when I saw the timeline because of his injury, they were saying six to ten. It's it should be more eight to ten weeks. Six. Yeah, he's is, done. Six is a very uh, uh, quick return for that kind of injury. That's yeah. that they're in the AFC South, so they're they're AFC South six and two. They're likely going to win that division. Like, so I can see him coming back into the playoffs. Like in terms of fantasy output, he's done. But in terms of the actual league itself and getting to the Super Bowl, like there's still a chance for him to get for Tennessee to get there. I can't see them not winning that division. They did sign Adrian Peterson. So see mm. what that old man can do. But um, in terms of your other options, I have Julio Jones and he's been such a disappointment for me that I just keep him on my bench now. Luckily yeah. I have other receivers that can are better than him, <laughs> but uh, well, like if they can get half decent running game with Adrian Peterson and then they can open up the pass with Brown and if he's healthy, Julio, I can see them still winning some games. They'll probably have like, they'll probably win maybe four, four more games, maybe five, and then they'll win that division. Yeah. And it's it's going to be rough. Fun. Yeah. It's going to be rough for them. You don't want to, you don't want my input? No, I'm going to. I was I was about to get there. I was about to get there. I was just kind of comment on uh, Kevin yeah. uh, on the fantasy app. It says week 15, week 16, he's going to come back, yeah. which makes it into the playoffs for fantasy. So I don't know. But Melky, what, what what do you got going on? What do you think? <laughs> when the king goes down, the queen goes down with them. Yes, Your sir. season is done, buddy. Oh, You're I going said down. That. You're you're going down with the kingdom. You suck. Ah, everybody laugh. Ah. Okay, uh, but I do have I have a serious question though. Oh boy. With Henry going down, does this derail the Titans as Super Bowl contenders? Yes, I didn't think they were Super Bowl contenders in the first. I thought they could make conference, but I don't think they would make Super Bowl. Preseason, I thought they could be a contender. Um, and then going into the season, they're a playoff team, uh, just mainly because of their division, kind of like the NFC East. And um, <laughs> they'll still be a playoff team, but they'll go. They'll probably either lose out to a good wild card or get to the divisional and lose to like a Ravens or a Bills team. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to agree with Gooby. I didn't think that they were like a Super Bowl contender. I definitely thought playoffs and they could definitely make a a push with some strong, like just one or two playoff games and get to maybe a conference finals and we could see them go far. But um, I didn't see them as Super Bowl contenders. I I still think that they can make the playoffs. But and I agree with Kev, actually, at the same time, too, with that division. So I think it's an easy, well, not as easy ride to the playoffs, but definitely not Super Bowl. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk about some actual good news, not terrible news for Gooby and the King. Three backups, boys. One last week. Cooper Rush for the Dallas Cowboys. Mike White for the New York Jets. And, Kevin, you know this quarterback pretty well. Trevor Seaman, I mean Simeon, for, <laughs> for the New Orleans Saints. 
So Cooper Rush had 325 yards, passing yards, two passing TDs, 90 fumble loss with a 20 to 16 victory over the Vikings. Mike White and Mike White, you fucked me real bad in uh, in my pool. You had 405 passing yards, three passing TDs, two INTs, a negative one rushing yards and a two point conversion for the 34 to 31 victory over the Bengals. And Mr. Seaman had 159 passing yards, a passing TD, two running yards for a 36-27 victory over Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Boys, who had the best week of the backups in your White. opinion? White. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to say, you, can, you have to say White. Yeah. It's the Jets. <laughs> it's the fucking, it's the New York Jets. And the guy comes, the best thing I heard this, the best thing that Mike White can do right now is go out, get injured, have the media talk about his potential, sign a massive contract, fuck off. That's the <laughs> Mike White situation you want. Did Mike White catch a touchdown too? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he yeah. did. Yes, he did. Like, he did everything. Like, all, all three backups played really well. I'll even give it yeah. to your rush back up he played well too in prime time there but mike white you're playing with the jets you're playing against the Bengals, who came off a huge win against the ravens which they probably looked at the jets as a trap game and then you Absolutely. go and you, you win a high scoring game in overtime and like they might even like if he keeps playing this way he threw more yards than i think um Wilson. Zach Wilson threw in his yeah. entire career so far yeah <laughs> and and not, not only that like he beat the conference champions right now. Like they're uh, the Bengals are were on top of the conference. Yeah. So like you you gotta give it to him. One hundred percent White had the better game. Um but I I'm gonna say other than Simeon because no one wants a Bronco. Seaman White oh Seaman, Simeon, whatever you wanna <laughs> say. White and Rush man, they have potential to go places and I'm talking Houston and I'm talking Detroit, no, not Detroit. I guess they have golf, but like, there's there's places these guys can go. So, I would look to like off season. Uh, they might uh, they might be moving. Yeah, those places are called the CFL. But yeah, go on. Bob. <laughs> Cooper Rush looks like if I asked you to draw Andy Dalton from memory. <laughs> That's what Wait, he fucking is. He the, the worst version of Andy Dalton. Yeah, he's the knockoff Andy look, Dalton look, cowboy. Look. <laughs> Rush looks like he's playing Andy Dalton in a movie about Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw that meme somewhere and I laughed so hard at that. That's great. When you're Andy Dalton playing uh, Madden NFL and you try to make yourself and that's what you get. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about them having futures, but I mean, uh, Kev called it. I mean, Cooper Rush in prime time, a massive game. Like everybody all week was talking about Minnesota and that this is one of those staple games for Dallas right now to really take a stranglehold of this absolute shite division. Um, so so this was big. Yeah, obviously. Fly Eagles fucking fly. But uh, <laughs> Dallas, you know what? This was a big game. And um, I mean, what can you say? The guy pumped out a win when Dak went down with a bit of illness and lucky for you guys, Dak's going to be back. But I don't really see him having a future. I mean, it, besides coming back to our Argos, but you know, <laughs> it was it was bad. And then just quickly too, because I watched the highlights, didn't really watch this game, the Bucks game. But New Orleans always has Brady's number. Yeah, 
Like, New Orleans always put up a fight, even when he's in New England, and they had Breeze. But that defense and the defensive coordinators throughout the years, for some reason, that's just one of those teams that Brady struggles against. So I'm not entirely shocked that the New Orleans team won against Brady's team, in a way, if, I, if that's what I'm saying. Does yeah. It, do I, I was going to say, do any of these quarterbacks play again this season? Mike is, White White. Playing? is White playing this week? Uh, yes. After that game, you're not going to now put in Joe Fluco. Yeah. <laughs> and, and depending on Dak Prescott, Rush will play. Yeah, definitely White. Definitely White, and I'll say run or, um, Cooper Rush, barring Dak's injury. Well, and is, then, Winston's it's, down, right? Winston's play, out yeah. for the season. Winston yeah. is a torn ACL and PCL or, or ACL. MCL. ACL and something else. He tore two uh, major ligaments. Yeah. So what's like their other QB option? Playing. I don't know what their other QB option is. Yeah, so Who is that gonna... last year? Does it I... matter? No. <laughs> oh, man. Bob, what do we got going on for QBs, though? Well, boys, 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 if I can bring something to the Week 8 highlights, it's an actual decent fire-up for a Thursday night game. It's Kyler Murray versus Aaron Rodgers. And, uh, oh, actual shocker, the Packers win this one by a fucking field goal, no less, 24 to 21. Um, Kyler kind of bitched out, a little injured at the end. What, what do we think about this game? Because my man looking like a homeless John Wick, uh, he's getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> the haters are silenced. Uh, I'll start it off. Um, it's more I like down the stretch. I think they lost because A.J. Green just stopped playing. Like, it looked like someone hit the pause button on him and he just stopped. His controller <laughs> died. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Player two has left the game. But even then, I like he was covered pretty well by the secondary, um, by that corner from Green Bay. So it would be tough to see. It would be tough to say if he actually were to um, make that catch or not. But that's that right there. That you lost the game there. And yeah. Green Bay just, they just looked very calm, collective through the entire game. Like, it was a, it was a fun game to watch, unlike the, the um, Thursday night or tomorrow. Oh God, it it was a fun game. I, it left me on my seat because everybody expected Green Bay to fold and fold quickly, and they persevered. That corner played on Arizona practice squad, and it's actually fitting yeah. that he makes the the game winning interception. Yeah. Now, did AJ Green retire like at the end of the game or something, or during the game? Because it seems like he didn't hear the audible. Everyone's saying it was supposed to be a running play, but Kyler actually changed the play and had an audible, and he just blanked out. So shame on you, AJ Green. You screwed them over. Yeah. Uh, Up on the depth chart there. Yeah. And I just, yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't, like, yeah, I guess it's AJ Green's fault, but I, I wouldn't just blame it on AJ Green. I mean, Rodgers was playing without Devontae Adams, his best wide receiver in the game. So, like, you kind of got to give it to the defense, too, right? You got to, like, if you can't stop it, like, yeah, I guess it's Aaron Rodgers, but if you can't stop a team without the number one wide receiver, then what are you, really? So, I I, I wouldn't, obviously, like, 75% of the blame is going to A.J. Green because they could have won that game if he just turned around. But that defense has got to stop some something without their number one wide receiver. And, and yeah. that loss is massive for Arizona too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how are they going to respond after this? Like, it's a big. Are, are they going to just 
be able to do that Kansas City where they just put it behind them and you just go to a one loss, two loss record and we'll see because they haven't really faced any adversity so far, right? Exactly. They just kind of yeah. steamrolling people. Um, leading into that, um, the team that I picked, the NFC West, the Rams, just steamrolling the lonely Texans. Like even though that's not much the highlight, kind of the bigger highlight of that is Vaughn Miller, my boy, going to the Rams. Guys, what do we think of the Rams going forward? Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Hot. Very hot. I, I got a question, though. Are you going to burn that Von Miller jersey now because you left? No, I'm kidding. I, got, I, picked up, uh, I picked up the Von Miller jersey uh, his rookie year. I've had that for eight, eight long seasons. I'm going to maybe shadow box that and then get another one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, they look they look hot. Go ahead, Melky. Uh, he, he looks better in blue and uh, yellow, hands down. That's what I think. He looks way better in blue and yellow, and he's going to show it. He's going to be rejuvenated. It's sad to see, like, he was the, he's the heart and soul of the Broncos, like, all kidding aside. I respect the man, like, and what he did for your franchise. I I always said, even though I hate your team and I wish nothing but ill will on them, <laughs> Von Miller was the guy I always said. He's a stud. Like, look what he did in that Super Bowl for you guys. And Cam Newton fucked me over. But, yeah. Von Miller is 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 the real deal. He just adds to that arsenal on the defensive side, and yeah, the Rams. Uh, oh boy, they're going to be scary. Rams going forward, you're going to have Von Miller and Aaron Donald coming at the quarterback, and then you have Jalen Ramsey co- covering the best receiver. Yeah. I say good luck to any other teams <laughs> in the NFC, especially if they, especially if that defense really starts clicking with Von Miller. Like if Voller, if Von Miller can just go in and know he's not the leader anymore, it's Aaron Donald's team. Yeah, uh, everyone's done. In my opinion, that, even, think, disgusting. That defense, yeah, ahead, it's just absolutely disgusting. Like that, what you said. I was gonna bring that up too. Like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and now that fucking guy. And Guess what? Uh, his allergic reaction should be going away to grass or whatever it was Von Miller had. So it's turf. So we should see, <laughs> even though he's not the same Von Miller of, of years past, I mean, I think he's going to be completely rejuvenated. And, and like you said, it's one of those guys where this is kind of make or break where he knows he's not the main guy anymore and he becomes part of the system. And if he does that, then hard to argue that they're on a path to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. 100% agree. They're they're on the path to the Super Bowl. I mean, they just made some great trades over the past year. Von Miller obviously being, I think, arguably one of the best trades of the trade deadline this week. And uh, obviously, the offseason trade with Matthew Stafford. Yeah, yeah and they also mortgage the future. Yeah, I was going to say, that being said, have you seen their draft capital in the next four or five years? I think, I think they don't even know. They're just saying, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a second. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. We're just going to win one Super Bowl. That's it. Then we'll get rid of everybody. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. All right, guys, well, it's the same pick. <laughs> yeah, probably. We already have that pick. Mother- yeah. yeah. Uh, but I have one more question on this topic. Okay. Is Matthew Stafford the league MVP? Now, don't answer that. Because it's going to <laughs> it's going to lead to our next segment, guys. Who's your MVP thus far? We're halfway through the season, you know. So, who's in your mind? Who is number one? Who's numero uno? And we're going to start with Jesse. Who is your MVP right now? So I have been going back and forth. Back and forth, Melky, you know this. I've been typing back to you. I don't know. <laughs> so 
it came down to the guy you just mentioned, who Stafford, who in Detroit, I always had faith in. I always liked his work ethic. I always drafted him because I could get him in the eighth, ninth round. And he always put up massive yards over the years. So he was always a QB that I knew I could get in later rounds. So I've always liked Stafford for that reason. But my pick right now, if he stays the same, it's Tom Brady. I could see him. Yeah, I could see him getting his fourth MVP. I mean, he's leading the league in passing yards and 25 passing touchdowns. Yeah, he had a bit of a rough week last week with the two fumbles, whatever. This is, like I said, that's more New Orleans always kind of having his number. If he stays the same trajectory that he is, I think it's a lock with his age, the whole storyline, everybody just loving Brady and who's to deny it. I think he's going to get it. I hate Tom Brady. Go, Go for it, Goobs. I hate Tom Brady, so... <laughs> All right, Goops, and who do you got? Uh, let me guess, think... let me guess. Henderson. Yep, done. No, man. I typed it in the I typed it in the chat, guys. Did you not read what I wrote in the chat? I'm going with my man, CMC. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay, seriously, who's your MVP? Yeah. Derrick Henry. Still. Nah, fuck it, man. Fuck. I can't do that either. Anyways, Matthew Stafford. Come on, man. He's 7-1. No, we this is really my pick there, Goobs. No, we it's both, okay. You can share pick. Both can you agree can on it. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. We're, Copycat. We we can't. I'm not gonna not agree with you. Nerd. Like <laughs> we both can you. agree on who's uh, who's MVP, and I'm gonna go with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. He's yeah. seven and one, sixty-eight uh, completion, two thousand four hundred seventy-seven yards, twenty-two touchdowns, four interceptions. This guy's leading the league in QBR. At 77.6 like he he's running that team and i i'm i know that obviously kevin's agreeing with me but like it's it's <laughs> what fun. gave that away <laughs> <laughs> what gave that away i'm just this guy this guy went from a shit team in detroit to a great team in la and you're seeing his potential uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna give it away to kevin a little bit so he can talk talk some Actually, before you, before Kevin gives his reason, I have a question for you personally. Is Stafford your MVP because he's on your fantasy team? No. Because you're Mr. Biased on all your players. No. You Josh Allen. I thought that would be your pick. What? What's that? I thought Allen would be your pick. We're not. I, look, I looked at Allen's stats, and he's he's having a great year, but he's not having a Stafford year. Yeah. And, and Stafford. He's he's just playing lights out, and I'll, I'll let Kevin talk more about it. Yeah, share the moment with. I don't. Gooby I, I, don't I want to share the love. Share yeah, the moment. Take Gooby's pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just adding to what Gooby's saying, like even in his time in Detroit, he was always a gamer. Like if the game was close, he was going to will that team to at least try and get into position to play. But he never had the talent, and now he has the talent, and look what he's doing. He's a lot, and to your to go on what you said, Ba, how you're gonna pick Tom Brady? Well, Stafford and Brady faced off, and who won that game? Stafford yep. did, and he crushed them. Like he asked Brady's leading, and he is two more or three more touchdowns and uh, about two hundred ish more yards. But just the command of the control of that, how what the um, the Rams are doing right now, like you can they go into a game and I. Like, they're comfortable. I'm pretty comfortable that they're going to win. Like, look at Detroit. They were up like 10 nothing, And then what was the final score? It was a blowout. And two two weeks ago, now 
they went up 38 nothing against Houston. Yeah, Houston came back a little bit when they had all their backups in. But I can't see a team, especially if they stay healthy and especially if Vaughn Miller humbles, humbles, humbles himself, um, Stafford's leading that team to the NFC Championship and on to the Super Bowl. I've said this prior to the season, and I'm saying it now. Uh, they're, they're, they're going all the way. And it's going to be because of Stafford. Yeah, this is the first segment where I actually really hope that I'm wrong. Like, I, I think that Brady's going to win it if he stays the same, just with the typical storylines and how he's just beloved and he's Tom Brady. But there's nothing more I want than you guys, you two, to be right and Stafford wins it. I would be definitely okay with that. I, I, I think I think there's a reason why uh, there's two of us that are agreeing that Matthew Stafford's is MVP. It's because he's good. Oh, yeah. Okay, Mel. You guys got a hotel room for later. No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying. If, if, I agree. I yeah. I'm I'm pretty much agreeing with you guys, but my my head is saying Brady. My heart is saying Stafford. There you go. That's a wow. that's a love triangle right there. I'm glad my <laughs> the skin of my color doesn't also differ from my pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with the little red engine that could. Kyler Murray. Yeah, he had a hiccup last week, but he's doing something for the Cardinals that's never really been done in a long time. Uh, He's leading them. They're seven and one. Uh, he's fourth in uh, yards yards passing. He's tied for fifth in touchdowns. Uh, he's got 147 rushing yards, three rushing TDs. His QBR is fifth at 63. I mean, he's still up there, and he's not the sole reason, but he's the reason why the Cardinals are where they are. And again, kudos to you two for calling that because I thought with that loaded division, it was going to be a dogfight. But he's right now, for the most part, it's been pretty easy for that team. And I love the coaching staff. I love how energetic they are. I love how he riles them up. And I love how every play he makes, like with his legs, it looks like it's in super fast motion, like the Roadrunner. He's fun to watch, and he's a great guy. And right now, I'm sticking. I'm going to have to stay in, unless he falls further in the depth charts. I'm going to have to go with Kyler Murray right now. Yeah, I think I think they're all great picks. Um, Kyler Murray would be my second pick. I think Tom Brady would be actually in my like fourth or fifth pick. Um, I think there's one other person that I know. I'm surprised you guys didn't go. Oh, you guys are biased. You, you didn't pick him. I think Dak Prescott's in that conversation too. But uh, no, I, th- I I I totally agree. I think yeah, Kyler Murray would be my second pick if if uh, if Stafford wasn't doing so well. Da- yeah, Dak isn't my pick because you need to be on the field. Even though it was probably wasn't his call not to play, you have to be on the field. Kyler's played every game. Uh, Stafford's played every game. Rodgers has played every game, well, except for this week. <laughs> and, and except for the first. <laughs> okay, the before first I'd put Rodgers as a second for me. But um, oh. if you're not going out and you lie to the team about not being vaccinated or whatever he did, like, doesn't really show much leadership. It's just kind of even furthers the fire between him and the ownership. Absolutely. But uh, just, boys, just, but... just quickly, hold on. Just quickly, though, about yeah, yeah. the QB thing, too, is uh, Dak Prescott, the, the one reason I could see if he came back and dominated, just being a fourth-round pick and just being in Dallas and, like, one of the massive, obviously, always-in-the-spotlight teams, I could see that happening. And on Kyler, just like we were saying before, this is going to be kind of a make or break what happened to them if they're going to be able to rebound and, and see what happens because it's been one week and he's almost become a forgotten man before Melky says anything about him. So, I, I just, 
if the Cowboys get the first round by, then I could see it being Dax. But yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. It's the Ram- Rams are going to Rams are going to surpass uh, the Cardinals, in my opinion, and they're going to probably get that by. Circle, I think I said in the chat, circle the, their rematch. In, yeah. in, I think it's like November 26th. Mm-hmm. Oh, it can't be November 26th because um, that's uh, that would be Friday. But I think it's sometime in the late November that yeah. the, the Rams go back to um, go to Arizona, and I can see the Rams just not dominating that game, but I can see the Rams pulling out that game. Yeah, Redemption. That's what and, we uh, like. Arizona plays the 49ers, by the way, uh, next week, so. That'll be a good game. Uh, this week? Yeah. Or, sorry, yeah, this week. Yeah. Okay. So, and another uh, thing, and an, I, I will say this, and I know I'm really... Um, rambling? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. But, like, loving the Rams right now, they're so yeah. battle-tested. Like, if you look at all their failures coming up like go in the past, like, they're they're such a battle-tested team. Where Arizona, to me, they just haven't... They, they haven't been there. They haven't experienced those a lot like those really heart-wrenching losses yet to make you tougher going forward yeah so that's why what's that they're the leaves milk i do want to say though i love your background i do too because like i was saying earlier i circled this date because a certain person with a bronco sweater over there loves his team and hey gooby and i we love our team and it's the battle of the real D in the NFL. So, guys, this is a free-for-all. What do you think of this matchup on Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m.? I'm just waving my white flag. Do you wave the white flag if Cooper Rush plays? I was about to yeah. say. I was about to ask. Yeah. yeah. Still? Still? Yeah. Um, there is my team has just thrown the throw, they basically just punted the season off and they just give it to the next season. Um, they shouldn't win this game. You guys are a better team through and through. Um, even now, you probably have a better defense with Vaughn Miller going. Uh, that said, Denver's won the last 12 four meetings, so I guess you guys are due for one. And um, but yeah, there's no way I, I, there's there's nothing about this game where I'm seeing Denver winning. The only uh, the, the only reason I can see it is like when everything goes one way, it's going to go the other way. But that's that's it. There's no like there's no way um, Denver could win this game. So I have I'll, I will say it. Have your stupid um, Cowboys jersey ready. I'll wear it when I come home Christmas time. Damn straight you will. Bob, what do you think? Um, As a completely unbiased, neutral. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. Third party that fucking hates the Dallas Cowboys with everything in my fucking being. Um, six game win streak, first total yards, third passing yards, second rushing yards, third in points and fourth and third down percentage conversion throughout the league. It's hard to argue with those numbers, the way they're playing. The only thing I can see is if Cooper rush has like a complete fucking meltdown and throws five interceptions or something and goes the Zach Wilson route for you guys. I don't see it happening. Unfortunately, Kev. Yeah. You guys, you traded away Vaughn Miller. I mean, Teddy two gloves can only do so much. So uh, giving away the season, I unfortunately I see Dallas winning this. Maybe yeah. is two gloves playing? Yeah, of course he's playing. Yeah, it's so, the great Cooper Rush versus Teddy too. So yeah, it, uh, <laughs> sounds I think like a I think, match. <laughs> I think if Cooper Rush plays, it'll be close. You know, I think uh, he had he had a very big obviously game last week, but you know you can only do so much 
if, as if you keep on going, you're eventually going to make a mistake. Um, we saw it a couple times where he's fumbled. He threw an interception. So it's going to work it in there. But if Cooper Rush plays, it'll be close. But if Dak Prescott plays, I'm predicting 31 to 14. Ooh. Ooh. I almost had 34 to 17. That's crazy. Okay, Ooh. that's close. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I, if, if Dak Prescott plays 31 to 14, if not 24 to 14. Savant. 24. <laughs> okay. So either way, double digit win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, well, no, 24 to 14 if, if Cooper Rush plays is close. But, you know, like Dallas's defense has been on fire last week, not so much. But. Oh. 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 Visual loss of milk. Visual loss can, of milk. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we, can, we can hear you. No. All right, we, can, it's okay. we can hear you. That's all that matters. Because I was like, we better be recording. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, so yeah, 24 to 14 with Rush and 31 to 14 with Dak. Melky, what do you got? I got, see, I'm there he is. There he I got. got, I like the 31 with Dak. 31, 31, 21. I like, uh, I like it to go up a bit. I do also like, Actually, this is a mind blower. If Cooper Rush plays, I could see you guys actually upsetting us. I oh. don't want Cooper Rush to play. Don't give his hopes up. <laughs> I don't want him to play at all. I think he had his one great game, and he can sail into the sunset and fuck off. You did your job. Uh, I mean, I've heard Dak is playing, so I hope that uh, actually that uh, report is right because I can't have – you being happy in the in the world of football. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> everything else, everything else, you know, I love you, brother. But no, I can't have that over. I, we've already taken care of the Eagles. We've taken care of the Vikings. Now for the trifecta, it's got to be the Broncos for the group chat supremacy. And one more thing, Kevin, since I was right about you guys being four and four at this point, you owe me some things when you get back. Why don't we just make this interesting? Put everything on the line, everything on the line. Like wave, wave the flag. Like I'm gonna put everything on the line, even though I know my. After he gave up, what double or nothing over here? Here we go. You think your team's gonna lose, but let's just bet everything on it anyway. (laughs) This this was his whole plan for saying he's worried about Cooper Rush with this bet, right? Fuck he gets double. I got a question. What is the bet? Uh, there's been like a, there's a six pack, there's some, some coinage. He wears a Jersey, right? There's yeah. He's got to wear the Jersey. Um, let's call it here. Double or nothing. If the Broncos win, obviously you have to, it's nothing, right? Like the bet's over, but if the Cowboys win, I, I don't think Kevin will do this, but if the Cowboys win, you have to buy a fucking Cowboys Jersey. Oh, no, no. You don't have Come to buy on. anything. We'll supply. We'll supply. We'll supply the material. Here, Kev, you just give more money. You give yeah. more. <laughs> like, no, you we'll create. supply the material. That's not a problem. But it's just, we'll think of something along those lines. But I'm giving you the double or nothing option right now. You can have a clean slate if you win. What's that? You said clean you can have slate. a clean slate if you win. That means you don't owe shit. Or it's double the pain for uh, when you get back here. You know what? I'm 
don't want just a clean slate. If I do win, I want to keep it status quo because I want to see you in a, in a Denver jersey again. Yeah, I'll wear the Denver jersey. Okay, okay, that, okay. That's fine. That I have no qualm. Well, I do have qualms about that. I'll fucking have to take a shot. It'll be like the scene of Ace Ventura when he finds out Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel is Einhorn. <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. So we have a gentleman's agreement? Yeah, sure, whatever. Can it be, oh, can it boom. Can it be the Romo jersey? Sure. It can be the Romo jersey. Sure. What other jerseys are there out there? I have yeah. Dak. I have Dak. I have Dez. I'll wear a Dak. I'll wear a Dak jersey. I got. Uh, I got a Romo. Right. I got an Aikman. Oh. I got you don't, an Emmett. You don't I get got to Terrell pick Owens. I don't get to pick. No. <laughs> hey, Melky. So I got. I got Aikman. I got Emmett. I got Romo, and I got Owens. Okay. Well, you and I will collectively, and Je- Jesse, if you want in on this, well, the three of us will decide uh, which one I, I is think the most humiliating. Because he hates Romo. <laughs> yeah. Yo, quick question. How how often do you guys play? Obviously, in different like. It's like, every three years. Yeah. So so, so we have so, to wait three years for Dak versus Aaron Rodgers, is what you're telling me. Uh, yeah. Uh, unless, unless we meet at the Super Bowl, but that's not happening. Anytime. That's not happening. Neither team's getting the Super Bowl. <laughs> moving yeah. on. Moving on, boys. Moving right. on. Move. Let's go into some boomer bust. Uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with a boom, and I'm gonna go with the the Las Vegas Raiders receiver Hunter Renfro. He is. I think he's prime this week to lead the league and lead the team in catches. He's already one of. Uh, he's he's already Carr's most reliable target. And with uh, that certain receiver with now his current legal issues, he's never going to play it down the NFL ever again, unless it's a prison league. Um, <laughs> he just good to Renfro. With Deshaun Watson. <laughs> with Deshaun Watson, yeah. Uh, Renfro has just moved up in the depth chart. He's now going to be the second option to Waller. And so that means Waller's going to get doubled. Renfro is kind of like the slot guy. like He's like a Wes Welker type player. If you're in a PPR league, you're, uh, you're going to, really relish his uh his production going forward in the rest of the season because he's a he's a reliable guy like he doesn't drop balls so uh-huh. he's just not a deep threat but if, if you have a if you have him in a third third or a flex spot he's going to pick up eight catches for you probably pretty consistently and that's eight points plus the yardage and then touchdown you're laughing so yeah i have him for a boom especially this week and then going forward for the rest of the season so that being said do you take him over brandon cooks yeah i do because Crooks is, uh, he's a big play guy, but he is um, Mills throwing for him, right? Yeah. So it's, uh, for me personally, it's hard to start any player on Houston, even it if it is Cooks. Like, it's like, yeah, he's a good player. and He's having a good year, but it's hard to rely on those po- on those points because of how shitty his team is. He has, With, more, he, he has more points than A.J. Brown. <laughs> he, yeah, like, like I said, he's having a great season. It's just I like for me receivers. I always look at the quarterback who's throwing to them, and all intents and purposes, David David or um, Derek Carr's having a good season or a decent season this year. He's not having a great season. He's not elite, that's for sure. But he's been consistent enough that he's spreading the ball out, and they've been good enough to be in games. So they're still slinging the ball, and that's where Renfro's good, especially in those two, uh, those eat, those clock eating um, drives. He's going to be the go to guy. Sounds good. Who wants to take the helm here? Let uh, Jesse go. Bob, what do you got? Okay, so my boomer bust for this week is uh, Van Jefferson, wide receiver with the Rams. 
And I've got him as a boom, boys. And here are my reasons why, written in my little fucking notebook. So he's <laughs> he's third wide receiver on a pass-heavy offense with a potential MVP candidate in Matt Stafford. I mean, that's just right there alone to get a boom. But also, Jackson's gone. Their tight end, he's injured. So I think now without that tight end option, they are just going to rely real heavy on those wide receivers. He's going to bring up massive points. Uh, you know, McVay, Stafford, they're both uh, singing his praises right now. He's a high-end route running guy, strong hands, fight through contact. He's received 94% of the Rams' offensive snaps. Like, he is on the field all the time with Stafford. Like, that's huge. It's gone up 30%. So, you know, I think he's going to be a boom. And, and you know what? He's also playing the Titans, who I said in an earlier segment, um, they give up the most pass yards or the second most fantasy points pass yards-wise. So, uh, it's a boom for me. I like that. I like that a lot. Gooby. All right. All right. Well, the king is dead. And Jeremy McNichols is in. I think McNichols will be a flex boom with an upside RB2. Okay. Now, Mike, I'm going to butcher this guy's name probably. Mike Variable, the coach, has already stated he wants to keep the offense running the same as if they had Henry. So even though McNichols was more of a passing down back, I think he's going to have to step it up and become the rusher of the league or of the team. Uh, even with the signing of AP, he's old, he's brittle. I don't think AP is going to do much. I think he's just going to be the second back, maybe the third down back for the team. I don't see AP doing much in that situation. So I'm giving McNichols a boom. Uh, he just needs to keep up with the touch count. And he's obviously not going to be the king, but uh, he definitely can be someone in that offense that gets – a good flex or RP two uh, points in your fantasy league. I agree so. with that. Sure. Yeah, can't argue there. there you go. But how do you, how do you know AP is brittle? Cause he's <laughs> old man. What is he like 37? Yeah. He's a year older than me. Fuck off. Yeah. You're old. <laughs> okay. He's a kid in Tom Brady years, man. Like he's fine. <laughs> Yeah, we ever hear black don't crack? No. Nah. <laughs> Are we going, uh, last but not least, uh, Michael Carter, running back of the New York Jets? Yeah, I'm actually picking a Jets player this week. And guess what? I actually think he's a boom. Oh, four booms. 20 fantasy you. points last week. His uh, totals have been going up ever since he got the starting nod. He uh, had 77 rushing yards, 95 receiving yards. He's emerged as the go-to. And yeah, they're playing a difficult Colts team this week, but it's the Jets. What really, what really do they have opposed to him and the no, the new Don White, Mister White, at the at the helm? So this week, Michael Carter is a boom. Um, I, I actually thoroughly agree with that because you know what, with with White being at the helm, probably they're going to rely on the run game and the uh, play actions. So I think he's, I think that's a great boom. And then when you're on a team as bad as the Jets, there's no such thing as a trap game. So they're going into yeah. every, every <laughs> game, like it's their last game. So like, I'll agree with that. That's a boom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, last segment. Luckily, it's the one that I've contributed to this show, and that created. is created. Don't say created. Created. Yeah, Wait, we don't have a we don't have a phone for you. <laughs> a small part. My small part. Toonie bets. 
And you know what? I'll start it off just because it's my little uh, contribution. I've got the Browns versus Bengals game, and I'm actually going to go with the spread, and I'm going to take the Bengals. Uh, shout out to my buddy Brandon at work. Uh, I've jumped on his team's bandwagon. I really like Joe Burrow. Uh, the Browns, I mean, look at those injuries, and Odell's dad has pretty much taken away a receiving option for them. So <laughs> even though the game's in Cleveland, I, I can see this Cleveland team pulling a full Cleveland and going into a full meltdown. Um, and I doubt Baker Mayfield will be able to pull them out of this. And I have uh, Cincinnati coming back and winning this and kind of getting back in form for that division. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that. Ba- um, the Bengals been- are dead to me. The <laughs> Bengals are dead to me. Uh, that's because you lost your suicide pool. <laughs> yeah. Those bastards. To the Jets. That's secretly Jets. why I chose them. Way to go, Bengals, my second favorite team. Let's go <laughs> with the guy who loves the Bengals, too, Melky. What, what's yours? <laughs> well, I think mine's an obvious this week. Uh, we're going the Dallas Cowboys over the Denver Broncos. Dallas is hot, and Denver's not. Games at home, we have something to play for. You don't. Maybe pride, but I don't think there's any of that left after giving away your heart and soul. So look for Dallas to uh, stomp a mud hole. <laughs> I want to win that last week against you so fucking bad. <laughs> That's all I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, the, only, the only way, like, sure. Like, but the only thing I can say is, like I was Lou said earlier, when everything's pointing for one team to win, it could be the opposite. And that's kind of, that's, the, that's all I got. That's, all, that's the only thing I got. So let's go Broncos. Yeah. Let's go optimism. Our bandwagon Bronco fan over here. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, you better hope that that this game, hey Jesse, remember the game we played against you and you were basically not in that. You probably, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I do. You probably don't want you probably want his team to actually not show up. So at least you have a little bit of pride saying, well, at least we played Dallas better. Cause you no. know, no, no, no. I told you we got three first round picks. We're going to get three wide receivers. <laughs> can make I'm fired up. I'm, let's go. I'm ready to go. Uh, you know what though? Speaking of your team, I'm going to go with my pick. I'm taking the, no, I'm not taking the Eagles. I'm taking the chargers over the Eagles. And I think that Herbert's actually going to have himself a game. Melky, you're going to enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think, I think the chargers over the Eagles. So you're not picking the pigeons. No, why? I don't know. Why would I pick pigeons? You like to pigeons go bold. flying to windows. And you like to fall. go bold. Bold predictions. I don't think that's much of a bold prediction. We should probably hear from somebody with common sense, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was probably the most comical, the comic sense uh, pick he's ever made. So, yeah. uh, that, um, Wait, I did that win my last one? You did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I originally had the, the Packers over the Chiefs. And then I woke up, I'm on uh, overnights right now at work, and I woke up this morning and I saw that uh, Aaron Rodgers is out because he lied about his vaccine or lied about COVID. That said, I'm still picking the Packers over the Chiefs. I think the uh, the Green Bay Brass, the ownership, has just brought in Jordan Love and said, this is your opportunity to win a game and win the, win, win the starting job. If he does that, We'll see what's going on forward, but I think it's going to be he's going to throw a hell of a game. He's he's um, been under um, been the backup to Rogers for enough now that I think he's 
uh, knows enough to to win to be competitive in the game and see what he can do. But yeah, I'll still I'll still stand by my original bet. I still got the Packers. See, it all makes sense now because you want Rodgers to get you want love to to have shine, so it gives Rodgers a reason to like leave, so he can join your My Little Pony squad. Oh, I don't even <laughs> think the Rodgers needs any more reason to leave Green Bay. I think it yeah, no, he needs a reason to cut ties with Rodgers, if anything. You're kind of in the situation <laughs> I was last week when uh, I heard that uh, Devontae Adams was going out, and I was like, fuck, man, I guess. I, I think Arizona's probably going to win now, but I still picked Green Bay, and guess what? I came out on top, so I think you'll come out on top, man. Don't worry. And, and just quickly, so we're all in agreement now. We're, we've just given up on KC, right? Like that's just like we're saying Jordan Love and Green Bay they're still gonna pull out the win and I actually agree with Kev so Casey I don't agree no I think the Chiefs win I actually think the Chiefs would have won this game with Rodgers okay I, I want don't to know this at how they almost they barely beat the Giants at home when hey what have you what has everybody said in this in the group chat and on this pod a win's a win it doesn't have to be beautiful oh. yeah. Dallas has got six of them. Yeah, and, All right, and, I'm out Den- here. and Denver has four, <laughs> and Eagles have two. But yeah, I got to work, guys, so... Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, all right, boys, let's wrap this up. Um, you know, it's always fun when the four of us actually get together and talk football. It's nothing but laughs and humiliation for certain other people. But, uh, Ba, what do you got going on? Tell people quickly what you're up to, uh, what's coming up, uh, anything you want to shout out. Uh, yeah, I just did a good bad in Toronto with El Jefe. That dropped. It was a solid episode. Got Leafs is starting up again. And after the last couple games, I'm, I'm actually willing to talk about them. So that's a bonus. Uh, fired up with you, my main man, Melky, to do nothing but miss our basketball shows back in production. Right uh, after this. Yep. So we're fired up to do that. We're going to be recording. And then the three of us, including our new co-host, is going to be Mustard. And that's starting soon. Um, so we're in full swing. It's, uh, it's go time. Beauty. Kevin, tell, tell the people, what are you up to in, uh, BC, uh, future plans? I hear you're coming around Christmas time. Yeah. So I don't really have anything new going on. Um, <laughs> I am flying back home Christmas. I fly back on the 14th and then I leave again to come back here on the 27th. And then I'm going to be flying back in December because my cousin's getting married. So I got a couple trips back to um, Ontario in the next little bit. So it should be good. We should have when I'm home, if we're able to do like a, like a round a table type of thing and a live yep. one, that'd be a lot. I mean, that'd be more fun. Cause like we could chirp each other and it's all like right in front of us. We don't have a screen or stats to look, look at to like further. Our so that'd be good. Okay. Uh, Jesse, make sure you don't go to the cottage. All right. <laughs> oh yeah yes yeah. canadian tradition here <laughs> hey my partner in crime a uh, gooby what do you got going on future plans uh, anything you want to add yeah um, I, are you still crying about derrick henry always crying about derrick henry you know what the king to my queen right uh i just want to say i'm glad that kevin's coming back around that time because uh the 21st or oh, that's november god damn it oh well whatever uh you said december right I was yep. hoping that the Broncos would be on a buy. But no, they get they're, their on buy. Buy. they're on a the, buy. They're on a buy. November 21st <laughs> is your buy. I, I, I was scrolling through. I was like, fuck, man. I don't get to see the hit. I don't have to sit with them watching the Broncos. That's perfect. I can I can deal with it. But yeah, no, uh, like Boss said, uh, Mustard's coming. The, me, you, uh, and uh, 
King Calf over there. It's gonna be great. Um, I I can't wait with Melky. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a blast, man. I can't. It's it's that's all I can really say, man. I'm just stoked for it. That's awesome. Well, on that note, boys, enjoy a football week. Uh, I know I will. I'm ready for this. Been ready for this. And uh, game on. Yes, sir. Hey, may the best team win. Yeah, yeah the Go Cowboys. Broncos. Go Broncos. Yeah. Broncos. <laughs> Weed them boys. Go the Eagles. Oh, the Denver Broncos. I think owning the Denver Broncos is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, explain to me why it isn't. Uh, you just don't understand football, Mark. Yeah.